you pasted in the previous uh, show's task um, some sort of a checklist with some some notes. Wasn't sure what uh, what that means actually. You had like third way visa follow up, WWDC plan, fitness follow up, basketball warriors. Yeah, basketball. Yeah, I wanted to have a basketball corner for a second. Okay, but but uh, at the end. <laughs> You are allowed to have your corner. Let me let me have mine. <laughs> let me have my corner, please. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah, if if you have to. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for your input, Mike. But uh, but no. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I wanted to uh, talk some more about the ideas I got out of deep work. Um, like I said, there's so much out of it that uh, this will be a recurrent theme, I think. Uh, but but just just this one thing uh, I've been thinking about a lot lately. Um, I've been thinking about the nature of zero-sum games and and how how I spend my time, where I put my effort, right, and and how I should approach this. How um, what's worth doing, what's not worth doing, right? Um, this isn't a a super new idea but I, I just I've been thinking about it a lot and I think it's important enough and and changed uh, my thinking enough that it deserved um, an episode of its own all right so um, this again this ties back to so many discussions we've had on this show over the last weeks uh, months it ties back to a lot of books we've read and briefly discussed on this show like essentialism, which I think um, triggered a lot of our thinking about this. Uh, Then there was The One Thing, then Deep Work, uh, a few other titles as well. And so um, the idea, I already said this, but it's it's so important, it's worth repeating uh, over and over, which is that, look, um, we have limited uh, amount of time and effort and attention to spend. Okay, we only have 24 hours in a day. Uh, hopefully, um, a good chunk of that will be uh, dedicated to sleep, no matter what, right? And then some of that uh, goes to work, and uh, if you work full-time, then you have a 40-hour budget to spend, and you have to figure out how to how to do that. And then you have not, mu- not that much more than a third of all your time for everything else, for your side projects, for blogging, for writing, for reading, for breakfast, for shower, for friends, for family, for everything else. There, and it's not that much to work with, really. Right? It's, uh, this is an environment of scarcity. Now, now this is interesting because I, I, I didn't tend to think of scarcity and zero-sum games a lot because in a lot of what we do, we live in a very different environment. We talked a lot uh, in many previous episodes about how how great um, our industry is, the the environment in which uh, we, Nosby, uh, make our software, right? Because we don't live uh, in an um, industry uh, that's a zero-sum game, right? Most people don't use an app like Nosby, um, most people don't use such a thing at all. Most people communicate via email or face-to-face or via post-it notes. That's how they organize themselves, 
right? So yeah. we don't think about our competition a lot because it just doesn't matter. It's not a zero-sum game. Uh, for for us to win, uh, base camber to do is doesn't have to lose, right? Uh, perhaps quite the contrary. Uh, as as they win, more people are aware that they need a tool like that, and we can uh, get some of that pie and grow that pie too, right? Yeah. Uh, but this is different, right? Uh, this our time and attention are scarce. They're limited, and there's nothing we can do about it. Like, <laughs> you'd be a bazillionaire if you figured out a way uh, to increase uh, your day from 24 hours to 25 hours. It just like, <laughs> if it was possible, man, that would be so valuable. But it's not, right? So you have to work with that, and and that's it's worth to to think about it because this this frame changes a lot how you should think about it um you know in in a game that's not zero sum um you don't have to worry about your competition you you can do a lot of uh things try a lot of things uh some of them will have some impact more impact less impact but you can do a lot of things um increase the pie, you're happy, right? But but here, uh, it's a zero-sum game. If you do X, if you spend four hours of your day doing X, you're not able to do Y. Uh, everything you do, everything you could be doing, are your competitors, right? And they can't all win, because there's always more you could be doing than you can actually do. And under the regime of a zero-sum game, it never makes sense to focus on things that provide merely some value, some benefit. It always makes sense to only focus on the things that provide the most benefit, that have the most value. It doesn't make sense to do things, spend time on things that are nice, that um, you know are cool, if you could instead be doing something that has much more impact and you'd get much more bang for your buck. Right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I used to, I used to daydream, you know, I used to daydream, I used to dream about this, uh, you know, magic way of stopping time. If I could stop the time, do something there, and then, you know, you know, press the pause button, essentially, and then do something, and then play again. And I'm sure I'm not alone in this. I mean, everybody's had, <laughs> had that dream, I think. <laughs> and, and, uh, and it's a dream, you know, it's not possible. And um, for me, uh, what struck me the most when I was reading the book Essentialism was the definition of, of non-essentialist uh, by Greg McKeown. And his definition of non-essentialist mm. is the mm -hmm. guy who's pretending there are no trade-offs. And, and, and that was me. <laughs> he was describing me. You know? And I was like, whoa, he's insulting me right now. Right? I mean, but he's right. I very often, very often when I when I wasn't, you know, when I wasn't well organized, when I didn't have, you know, put things, when I was promising too many things to too many people, I was pretending that there are no trade-offs, that I can do both three times, you know. The only and we discussed this on the show. The only time when you can do two things at once and it makes sense is when you run and listen to an audiobook or our podcast. That's the only time when you can do two things at once. Yes. That's the, that's the only option. Other than that, you're yeah. usually doing one thing at a time if you want to do it right. And because, you know, this is the magic, you know, of running and listening to, to, to audio content that you can do both pretty well, you know, 
of course, if you want to compete, you know, on the championship level, not. But if you want to just, you know, go on a jog, nice. But the rest of the situations, you can't. You can only do one thing at once. So there are trade-offs all the time. We make trade-offs all the time. And what you're just saying is, 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 uh, is something, mm-hmm. as you said, we should be repeating to ourselves over and over and over again. Um, like my priority list right now is a disaster because I've been on, mm-hmm. uh, on my holiday. I've, I was, I was uh, in my hometown. I was on a conference right now. And, and, and in the, like, just between all this, uh, an important you know, issue came up uh, in our company that I had to you know, uh, attend to. And it just jumped right to my you know first priority, you know, just right right there, you know, and and then I see my list and all the things I promised to these people that I'm gonna just respond about this, I'm gonna be, you know, you know, uh, I'm gonna be uh, responsive about that, and I didn't do do it because there was this you know high priority thing about my company that I had to you know attend ASAP. Um, so what happened was that really. It was a pipe dream. It was like it, 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 I cannot like realistically do this priority list right now. Mm-hmm. I will have to make trade-offs and decide what I should decline to uh, de- de- decline, what I should you know refuse to do, or what I should delegate right away because I just took too much stuff on myself. Like you know, thinking there are no trade-offs. Right. Exactly. So I I just I love this phrase from essentialism. Don't pretend that there are no trade-offs. There are always trade-offs. It's always a zero-sum game for your time, for your, your attention, right? And it it's so... Like, we know this. We're not stupid. We know that there's only 24 hours in a day. But it, it doesn't matter, right? It's a thing we might intellectually be able to realize and yet not internalize that this is actually... Uh, a thing that has to provide structure to our decision making, that there are always trade-offs, that we cannot pretend that there are no trade-offs, right? And so this is, I just found it such a powerful thought. And the more I think about it, the more it just, I realize how many um, bad decisions uh, I've made, right? Like how, like, yeah, that was cool, but I could be doing this other thing which would not be just cool, which would be awesome, but it didn't do it, right? And it's applicable in all aspects of life, right? It, it doesn't matter uh, what are you thinking of. Uh, if you're thinking of work or side projects or personal life, it, it doesn't matter. That there, There's always like some amount of time and attention you can spend on it and you can make choices and uh, choose better or worse, right? So as I've been thinking about it, I I just, I've been making changes um, more and more to, um, again, all aspects of of my life based on uh, that 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 truth, that assumption uh, that it's a zero-sum game competing over my time and attention. Yeah, and I mean, we can take it even to the, you know, to the... mm you know, to the higher level, you know, if you think about it, you know, the choices we make for our jobs, for, for you know, for things we buy, you know, like this, like a very simple thing. Like just the other day, I was having this discussion with my friends uh, about about clothes, again, getting <laughs> minimalism. Why waste time wearing shitty clothes? I mean, you know, get yourself good clothes that you like and wear them all the time, you know, like, like instead of having a wardrobe, you know, with 
tens of thousands of you know i'm sorry but you know hundreds of you know things you know have them have less of them but have the ones that you you know whatever you choose you're gonna love it you're gonna enjoy it it's gonna be fun you know why waste time wearing something which is not which is crap you know like these kind of things and the same goes with jobs and everything like people still um uh, when they ask me for for some for some advice about their careers like i'm not really you know good with that because you know (laughs) um, but again I made a choice. I made the choice, you know, early in my career to start the company, and and I made a choice to, to start Nosby. Um, you made a choice to join us, you know, and work with us. You know, we we, we made these choices, uh, and based on you know how we we would like to spend our time, you know, and and for for, for like at, at this moment, and very pe- lots of people make bad decisions about it. They they go with the first job that comes around, you know, and and. They, they don't really. Well, funnily enough, this this was the first job that came around, but I guess I was lucky. You were lucky, man. Uh, but you know, I'm biased. But um, but the thing is that uh, uh, lots of people just you know go with the first thing that they, that, that comes around without actually thinking too much about it. Uh, actually, you know, you asked for the job because you emailed me first. So, but the, the the thing is that you know. No, no, no. You asked me for 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 my help. Yeah, but you emailed first. Anyway, um, uh, but I offered you the job. You're right. So um, that's true. Uh, so the thing is, the thing is um, that people do that. People um, people just settle on something because it was first, because it was the, the closest thing, but it was because it was it, it was you know it has the least barrier of entry because it was in their mm-hmm. comfort zone, and and they decided you know this is this this it's not the best. I really don't love it. I don't you know I don't like the, you know. I don't know how it how it's done, or I don't like the money, or I don't know whatever. But you know, um, it's here. You know, it's good, fine. And right. we shouldn't be thinking like this because again, time is ticking away. And and uh, if it's ticking away, maybe we should really make sure that we use the time wisely and we use it for for as, as you said for awesomeness. You know, if you're not doing something awesome, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Right. And so, like, as you're saying, all aspects of life and all kind of levels of abstraction, you can, um, you know, use this lens to look at the most high level macro decisions of your life and the the smallest micro decisions uh, of your life. But the kind of smaller um, decisions, like for me, so for example, after we read Essentialism, uh, that was many months ago, but uh, as we discussed, well, we never truly discussed uh, the aftermath, but uh, we discussed in episode three about this our project we've had and we've run for quite a long time. Yeah, uh, it was called Remag. We had this idea to to make this magazine apps, and we thought it was cool. It was a tool we kind of needed ourselves. So let's you know let's make a side business at Nosby, do this other thing. It'll be great, right? But it it wasn't working out, right? And it's there's a good chance we could make it work out maybe i don't know but we just realized that even though if we can make it work it doesn't matter it's not the one thing we want to be doing like even if this works out and starts to be profitable there's still the opportunity cost that instead of doing that and spending time and money and attention on that we could just double down and reinvest in nosby and the, the tool that we and hundreds of thousands of people actually use and depend on, right? And then we, when we got that frame of, of mind that, hey, it's not working out and there's such a huge opportunity cost, it was a no-brainer. Like, we, it, we, we couldn't justify continuing doing it. 
yeah and 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 it was a great decision because because we know we we, we knew I, actually and we like when we started investigating this we were thinking inwards and we were like studying our behavior and our you know engagement in in, in the project and we're like really we don't want to be doing this we want to be doing the other thing we want to be doing nosby we want to be doubling down on nosby this is what we want what we feel is right but yet we are mm-hmm. still trying to do these other things because it sounds and there is it sounds good and whatever so like we haven't been actually listening to ourselves even you know <laughs> right there and um and and that's why that's why um i i think i already said this uh, said this in in one of the episodes but i get the question a lot so Michael, nine years of Nosby, what's next for you? And I'm like, <laughs> more Nosby. Like, like I want to, you know, I want to be one man, one man guy, you know, until the moment comes when it's not the best decision for me. But it, it hasn't mm-hmm. come yet. Uh, it's, it's quite the contrary. I've, I, I, I see all the opportunities with Nosby that we have that we are still unlocking. That uh, I don't see myself not working for Nosby. So as long as I can and as long as I want to and as long as it's right. the best decision for me, I'm gonna be a one-man product. I'm not gonna be the sexy right. multi, you know, uh, you know, multi-business kind of guy, you know, serial entrepreneur, whatever thing. I'm gonna be just the Nosby guy who works on Nosby because. He wants to, like, he, me, I want to make the world <laughs> a better place, a more organized place. And as, 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 right. as long as it helps me, you know, be passionate about it, and as long as it's something awesome for me, and it is, then I'm going to be doing that. Right, right. And, and for me, uh, again, on the, on the lower level, um, since our last Nosby reunion, uh, again, we talked about it, but, but now, like, I, I see it more and more, uh, is that I've, refocused on the the bigger more important projects with um, what we call uh, inosby uh, which is the code name for the ios uh, and mac uh, kind of app project right and i've also been doing more uh, kind of conceptual design research work for in our r&d department let's just say and i cut down on a lot of things i have been doing but realized uh, I shouldn't be, right? Because, like, here's the thing. I'm a generalist. I'm not a specialist kind of person. I, I'm just, I'm more passionate about the broader spectrum of my work rather than having a very, very deep knowledge of a very narrow niche, right? And so it's natural for me that I want to be um, this person in between different sort of things to kind of mediate and, and synthesize knowledge from different areas because I'm a generalist. That's my advantage. But advantages are often also disadvantages because even though like I I could be uh, doing more of just seeing what, what people in kind of um, doing in all sorts of other um, kind of places at, at Nosby with, uh, I don't know, marketing, whatever. There's a lot of things I've, I've been more active in, but I just realized, okay, even though I could provide value there and I did it because I felt like I was providing value there, it's a zero-sum game. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter that I provide some value there because it's it's just nothing compared to what I could be doing if I reinvested in the things that I do best that provide the most value and we're a small company like we have to care about this a lot because we don't have a huge team so that we can spread this all out right and so I you know I'm, I, I still want to take advantage of 
of the fact that I'm a generalist, right? I want to um, use what's my advantage. And that's why I've been um, doing some kind of non-programming work lately, because I feel like I can contribute there. But it's a big impact kind of work. And all the little things, like I, I became much more comfortable in ignoring things, in saying no, in refusing to do things. It's uncomfortable, right? Yeah. But I, I realized I, I, I must sometimes ignore things and say no, unless someone knocks on my door three times if, if I don't do something, because there are always things that are more important. Yeah, and, and, and it's really hard to recognize that. I mean, I mean, I'm really happy here for you and I'm really proud of you because it's really hard to say no to really, as we, say, as we discussed before, to good work, you know, to good, you know, to places where you can mm-hmm. bring good value. It's the, it's the problem of, of CEOs. It's a problem that I'm, I'm facing constantly uh, uh, as I'm the guy who started all this and, and as a one-man shop, that constantly I should be asking myself when I do my weekly review, when I do my goals, when I check my priority list, asking myself, should I be doing that and that and that? Maybe this I can outsource to somebody else. Maybe this I can delegate to somebody else and they will do a better job than me. Although, as we mm-hmm. discussed before, I'm the best man to check my email. You know, I'm the, the, the best one, <laughs> right? So, like, we, I had, I, have to, I had to decide, and I have to decide, and I have to keep asking me uh, myself this, you know, if I want to take this company to a higher level, to a whole new level, what should I be doing? You know, is this something I should be doing, or is that something I should be doing? So, this question uh, should be on our minds without with our weekly review every single week, I think, because we should be not just reviewing our tasks and just moving our tasks around and just rescheduling them, which is like the best mm-hmm. thing ever, but we should be really asking questions. Why? Why? And if we are the best people for the job, and if it's the job where I do great work or, or good work, because it's, you know, there are so many examples. When, when, when somebody who's just down, doubling down on one thing that, that they do best, then they have the success because... This is what 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 they, they they were born to do this and they recognize this and they just push there and they don't like mm-hmm. you know do several things at once and as we all you know again discussed we are not Elon Musk's we don't want to be Elon Musk's we are good with that we are in peace with that right 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 but it takes so much discipline doesn't it oh yes and you know it, it gets better with time uh, and it gets better when you realize just how important it is. To say no to things. Um, and so, for example, like one kind of small tip, um, like I, I, I have this project which I kind of manage in, in Nosby called iNosby for iOS, Mac, watchOS stuff, right? And it was a pretty big project. And there were things that like I, I feel bad getting rid of because like, yeah, it would be nice to do. But I realized you know what, I shouldn't be doing this. Uh, not now, for sure. So what I did is I made this other project which uh, where there's only me and, and Rafa. It's called iNosby Someday. <laughs> and there's like two or three times more things than in the main project. Like there were so many tasks for things I could be doing in the iNosby project. And now there's like 30, okay? 30 tasks um, for the things I could be doing with iNosby. That's not that much. I can manage that. And there's so much junk in this other project for things that would make the app like 0.1% better. And I would love to do them, but 
And, you know, maybe someday I will do them. Maybe someday it will be time to do them. Maybe there will be opportunity that I'll be able to do them, uh, you know, with some other bigger tasks. And maybe I will do them. So there's a lot of stuff I didn't completely get rid of, but I have this, this junk drawer so that I don't have to feel bad removing things. But in reality, I kind of do just push it out to this other place where I, I don't look at, right? And, and, and <laughs> that's kind of one strategy or one tactic for me to to help myself just refuse to do things i think it's a great strategy actually because you're like like you're creating a quarantine you know like like a place you know like between the trash and and between Mm -hmm. your active work and and i think we also again should should practice that should practice uh, creating these quarantines for us like that's why david allen invented someday maybe because um we should be able to recognize okay I'm not saying it's really, you know, as you said, it's it's really a bad idea to do it. To do it, I would actually love to do it, but but not but but you know, given what I want to do now, it doesn't make any sense now. So let's just keep it for later. And maybe at some point you will just totally, you know, trash it. But maybe at some point, as you said, you will get back to it. And this all should be in all aspects of our lives that we should, uh, you know. We don't have to just, you know, be 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 too strict and just cancel everything out. You know, I'm just gonna do this one thing and everything go else goes away. I'm just, you know, the Zen guy now, right? No, mm-hmm. just put them, you know, put them aside. Put, review them later. You know, review them, you know, in the future. For example, what I have is I have this um, Nosby two Nosby two X goal, which means that I want to bring Nosby two X. Uh, uh, this year and these are all marketing ideas and product ideas that that, that I, I i think would impact marketing and they're all there in this project and i review um this um uh, this project every week um because they're not so that that many ideas there i mean i i, I put only the big ideas right and some of the big ideas are really really good really really cool but right now they don't make any sense and 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 i right. i, I I, even if I could, I wouldn't be able to do them. So I review these ideas. I keep, you know, putting them. I'm happy when I do an, an idea, and when I decide, you know, oh, this idea, well, let's do, let's do, let's do this, uh, you know, this week. This is a good idea to start, you know, working on this week. No problem. But um, most of them are just there. I review them, so I keep. And and the good thing about it is that. Um, as I review them, there are some other ideas popping in. So I just maybe add a comment. Maybe I'll, you know, I'll work on these ideas a little bit, you know, for, you know, two minutes, you know, two minute rule, just add a comment there, you know, create another mm-hmm. one, another idea that comes from that because I just read an article about something, you know, so like it, so right. I keep this, I, these ideas of, 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 you know, of, 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 of uh, marketing ideas for Nosby relevant in my head and I keep working on them kind of, but you know, I only decide on the most important things for the week and I leave them there, you know, and, and it's fine. So this way I didn't, you know, throw them away. They are there, but, and I, I actually kind of work on them by reviewing them and that's it. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Uh, that's, uh, that's definitely a, a good idea. I, I, I do a lot of that uh, myself. I, I have a bunch of projects like that for my, like, uh, like I have a project called Backburner with ideas for side projects and stuff, which uh, there's no way I, I'm going to do anytime soon. But like, there's an idea, so I feel comfortable if it's in the, in the system, right? Things like that. Well, anyway, like I said, uh, the idea of kind of zero-sum game over your time applies to everything, right? And it applies to this show as well. And so, like, I, I've been thinking about it. Like, we, we laughed at how we're kind of driving people away from this show, probably <laughs> by saying you should listen to more audiobooks instead of podcasts, right? right? And, like, I, I've been thinking about it, about podcasts versus audiobooks, 
Uh, and again, with this frame of mind, with um, the parallel, the 80-20 rule, the scarcity, the zero-sum game, uh, it really, um, it, I, I listen to a lot uh, fewer podcasts because I realized, okay, podcasts are two things for me. They're, um, they're learning, I learn from podcasts, and they're entertainment. Podcasts are fun to listen to, right? Um, but again, um, so say you want you want to learn something, okay? If you if you use the frame of mind of a zero sum game, it almost always not always but almost always makes more sense to listen to books to learn something instead of podcasts. That there's more chance, like it's far more likely you'll get. Uh, much more out of uh, an audiobook per unit of time than a podcast. This is not always true. Um, there's um, a few podcasts like uh, The Critical Path, uh, Exponent, which I learn a lot from about topics that I like. I, I don't know of books where I would I would get that sort of value learning from. And you know, this is also why um, I think we've been trying to talk a lot more about ideas from books to also make it worthwhile to listen to the podcast, right? Exactly. And then the other side of it is podcasts are also fun, entertainment, right? But again, okay, if you want entertainment, there are better forms of entertainment than podcasts. You know, what's better than, uh, you know, listening to two hours of podcasts, you know, meeting up with a friend for two hours or probably even watching a movie, right? If you want to learn uh Podcasts are generally not the the highest impact activity you could be doing to learn. And if you want entertainment, podcasts, again, are rarely uh, the best thing for it. And that's not always true. There are podcasts that still have a lot of value for me. And, like this one? Uh, hopefully, right? Or um, I listen to this show called, called Hello Internet, which I just love so much, which is just so entertaining in a way other podcasts are not that I don't want to give it up. But there were others, which are also kind of fun, but were not that fun, that I had to say no to, because you know what? Um, if I'm going to listen to something, I prefer to learn, and if I want to, you know, <laughs> have some fun, relax, have some entertainment, again, there are better ways of doing that than podcasts, right? And so I've also been thinking about, about this show, right? Like, uh, the, the, the question is fair game. Should we continue to to do this and for me at least so far the answer has been yes definitely and but also you can see changes i think um sometimes we still talk about whatever but i at least i've been definitely trying to talk more about meaty concrete topics you know share my knowledge my perspective in a hope that even if <laughs> You know, even if you, uh, the listeners, starts to believe that yeah, they should listen to more audiobooks instead of podcasts, that this will be one of those rare shows that is still worth it because it's this this sounding board for ideas where we bounce off these things we've learned and refine those ideas and learn our, ourselves too. Yeah, I just like how we how we slowly became without actually admitting it a productivity podcast kind of you know because we especially recently we've been doing uh, talking about it wasn't work. supposed to be this way yeah it wasn't supposed to be this way in the very beginning but um but it was it's close to our hearts now so uh, so that's why uh, we talk about this and i i also like this idea of exchanging 
ideas about books because you know uh, right now you're you have all the bragging rights of reading so many books this year and uh, you you tweeted about it you know uh, nobody really, nobody really likes you and um, <laughs> so uh, so that's the thing you know we <laughs> we uh, talk about the books and I think it's really cool because um, actually when I think about it I have been missing this you know when I read a book to actually just right after just talk about it you know just discuss right 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 and 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 we do it here on the show which is great um and um that's why for example like the book third wave i i don't think it's it's that you know recommendable but I, there was a concept i wanted to talk to you about so right i put it here in the show and and then you know and then somebody listening can decide for themselves if they want to just dive deeper and read the book or just you know continue listening to our podcast to hear about other books that we're um, uh, passionate about, and I just got two new books. Uh, I, I I can't start uh, uh, to. Uh, I mean, I cannot get myself to read, but I'm gonna read them, and I want to just want to read them really much, uh, a lot. So, mm-hmm. I like how we morphed also as 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 a podcast, and we'll, we'll have we'll discuss this a little bit more in the future. Uh, but um, you know, the thing is that just today in the morning, I I, I took the list of all the podcasts that I've downloaded in Overcast. And I started, mm-hmm. you know, going through the list from through my playlist, and I removed lots of episodes. I I questioned almost every episode if I should really listen to this episode, how long it's, you know, mm-hmm. how long it takes, and if I should listen yeah. to it. And I have still a few there, <laughs> quite a few actually, uh, but I removed uh, lots of episodes from the pod, from the podcast that I really love, you know, because I decided, okay, this episode might not be for me. Let's ch- you know check the other one, and. Um, yeah, it's a it's a zero sum game. So again, as I discussed, uh, reviewing, questioning, reviewing, questioning, thinking about, um, as you said, thinking about the zero sum game. Thinking about that there are trade offs all the time, and we make trade offs all the time. And if there's something we say yes to, there is something else that we say no to. Uh, like mm-hmm. this really helps. And if we just you know think about it a lot, because you know our time really is 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 not limitless. If we don't say no to things explicitly, we will say no to things implicitly because we've said yes to too many other things. Yeah. I have a small uh, PSA. Um, uh, speaking of books, I um, I think I mentioned it uh, before, but I, I have this uh, page on my site. It's radix.io slash books. And uh, yeah, we did discuss this. I, I've been putting... putting um, you know my the the books I read there uh, often with notes and an opinion of it. So I added some more some more notes and I added uh, Amazon and Audible links to them for your laziness. And I also uh, this is a thing where I I sign up for for Amazon uh, affiliate. So these are affiliate links. So maybe people can fund my own addiction <laughs> because seriously, uh, since April. Uh, I've read seven books, almost eight now. That's a book a week. That's not normal. Yeah, um, you should see somebody there. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I really love that. And uh, this, I mean, what you announced there, uh, just uh, now that I also make notes, as you as you recommended, uh, now I should really update my uh, site. So uh, hopefully by the time this episode airs, I will have updated my site as well because, and especially, I want to just also put the books I'm I'm going to read there because I have like a whole download queue right now, on on Audible. <laughs> so um, this will also motivate me, you know, to just uh, go through them and decide to to actually start reading them. Right. 
I I think he wanted to to have a basketball corner. Yeah. What is that, Michael? Yeah, yeah, yeah basketball corner. So like. Oh no. Uh, yeah. So basketball. <sighs> I, I, I'm a big fan of basketball. I'm a I'm a short guy, but I love playing basketball and I love um watching basketball um and um. Hmm. You like playing basketball. Yeah, yeah, I love playing basketball. We should play sometime. Yeah, you do. You do, you do play too. Well, not not lately, but I, I've played in uh, in high school and uh, with my nerd friends, and I enjoyed it. So yeah. ah, we should play. It's great. So yeah, so basketball is is a thing, and um, for me, it's always been a thing. Actually, I have a small basket installed in my um, home office just to be able to you know <laughs> do something with myself sometimes when I when I need that. So. Um, I wanted just to say that you know when we are recording this, uh, it's we don't know how it's gonna turn out. But uh, there, are, there, are, like there are right now four four teams back. I mean four teams on, in NBA that are playing for the finals for to just to win the the championship this year, and one of these teams is the Golden State Warriors. So the a team also dear to me because I was on on one of their games. Um, years ago when I was in in, in San Francisco, and um, a, they are really good. I mean, they won 73 games this regular season, which is amazing, which is the best record ever. Like, they're better than Michael Jordan's Chicago Bulls with that. Mm. And it's great. And they, I mean, the, this Stephen Curry won the MVP award. So fantastic. Uh, and you know, they, they got lots of accolades, lots of awards. Fantastic. But the goal of each team is to win the NBA Finals. So it means to really become a champion. And right now... To like to my to my concern, they're actually losing in the Western Conference uh, Finals to Oklahoma City Thunder. They're actually losing three to two in the games, and the game is for I mean, the, and they are um, the idea is to win four games. So as you can see, the Oklahoma City Thunder can only win one game, and they're they're moved to finals. And the Warriors have to win two more games to actually beat them. And uh, why I'm saying this is that. When you like, when you have a good streak, when you are really successful, and they've been successful, they've been amazing. I mean, seventy-three games in a regular season is fantastic. It's it's, like, it's unbeatable. Like it's really. And when you are Stephen Curry, who shot I think four hundred, you know, three-point shoots, you know, three-point baskets in the whole season, which is like you know, like hundred something more than his previous record. You have a danger of actually becoming complacent and thinking that you can do anything and you are unbeatable, mm-hmm. and. And what I've been when I've been watching the the the, the, the latest games of, of of Golden State Warriors, like Oklahoma City Thunder, like really <laughs> Thunder, you know, blocked them. And uh, what happened was that, I, you know, I remember, you know, the the, the, the their games from in the in the regular seasons, in the, the season they used to play like a, like a great team, and now they are you know not playing as a great team. They are. Um, they are making stupid mistakes. They are, I mean, Stephen Curry th- still thinks that he can shoot from anywhere and it's going to always go in, you know? And he's been having like, you know, like the whole regular season has been, he's been having more than 50%, you know, from three-point range, which is like amazing. But now in the in the playoffs, you know, 40%, 35%. So it's not really great, you know? It's It means that he's been taking too many shots, which were mm-hmm. unnecessary and lots of misses. You know, and it's not—it's nothing against him. I—I I, I love this guy. You know, I'm—I mean, he's like he's my hero now. But it's—it's it's a reminder that you know, for us and for everyone, that you know, becoming complacent is the worst thing ever. You know, you should always 
try to reinvent yourself. You should always, you know, build up your strengths. Even if you're the best of the best of the best, you know, you still have to have your best at each, you know, each time, you know, and they haven't been doing that. And now they are really in danger of not making the finals, of, of you know, of killing it in the regular season and then not making the finals, you know, and where they should be crushing everyone right now. You know, and they're not. Mm. So, so that's why I wanted to talk about it because it's a, it's a big, you know, it's been a big, also humbling lesson for me because you know I, I was, I was sure they're gonna just nail it, you know, in the playoffs and they're just gonna have really nice finals and they're just gonna win it like nothing happened. And they're not. They lost, they lost one game in the first round of playoffs. They lost a game in the second round of playoffs. And then here they lost already three games to to, to Oklahoma City in in this uh, Western Conference Conference Finals. So really. Always bring your best and, you know, becoming complacent, you know, even if you're the best, you know, it's it's not good enough. So it's not really about basketball. It's about hubris, arrogance, thinking you're the best and nothing can change it. And and, and that's actually like also a thing um, that like one of those things that, that are obvious, but everyone has to be reminded of, uh, especially everyone who is winning, because it's a, it's a story uh, that always repeats itself uh, in history of anything, uh, like any, like anything, any um, uh, any country, any nation, any company in any industry. You see it all the time. Um, people, companies, nations rising to greatness, and then getting complacent and forgetting um, that how they how they got there, uh, or thinking that the way they got there is the way it will always work and that they have to do nothing more. They don't have to reinvent themselves. They don't have to keep uh, their skill in check that, that that's it, that they will always stay winners. And that's not always true. And the moment you become blind to that uh, is the moment you start to lose. Exactly, exactly. That's why, you know, like this is the... This is the lesson, you know, and, and it has everything to do what we just said today in this episode. If you don't choose, you know, where you spend your time, if you don't choose it wisely, if you are, you know, arrogant that you think, you know, I can do anything, I can do everything, there are no trade-offs, then you will lose. <laughs>